So anyways, we are here today with Brennan. Brennan is an amazing realtor with Long and Foster, and she owns Treehouse Realty, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm Brennan Mackey. Um, as Sydney said, I work uh, for Long and Foster, and I have a, tr- a team underneath called Treehouse Realty. Um, we are a women-owned uh, business and been in business um, collectively over 25 years. And yeah, we're just plugging along and <laughs> selling houses. <laughs> selling, doing the thing. Doing the thing. Doing the thing. How long have you been in real estate? Um, since 2016. 16. Mm-hmm. What year are we in? 23. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, so what did you do before that? Well, I, I um, was born and raised here in Richmond, and um, I in 2006, I moved away to Massachusetts to go to school, and uh, I lived there for 10 years, mm-hmm. and um, I guess the last job that I had before I found my career gotcha. <laughs> uh, was I sold, I sold aftermarket equipment for uh, commercial truck upfitting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so if you needed a ladder rack or or interior shelving, yeah. uh, I was your girl. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So what made you change uh, into real estate? Um, well, I needed something that was a little more lucrative. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I, I honestly, we'll be perfectly honest, I didn't have a, a career. I, I jumped sure. quite a bit. And I needed... I, I found this. It, it worked. It fell yeah. in my lap. Yeah. Um, I was taken under the wing of somebody, and she taught me everything that I know. Yeah. And um, and it just worked out time-wise yeah. and, and interest-wise. I, I like houses. I <laughs> tend to like people most of the time, if sure. we're going to be honest. Sure, sure. <laughs> That's the opposite of me. I like them some of the time. <laughs> and... Um, and so it just worked out. And so actually in 2020, I purchased the business. I purchased Treehouse Realty mm-hmm. from uh, the woman I work with. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And took it over fully. Yeah. How many agents you got? Right now, it's just two of us. Okay. Um, but Life is easier that way. Life is easier. <laughs> <laughs> I... And this is nothing that they don't know because I've told them, but I think of at least three to four times a week, um, maybe sometimes daily, uh, about how nice it would be if I can just run the numbers, maybe afford Courtney, and just be <laughs> back down to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's a lot less responsibility. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, yeah, 360 daycare is in full swing. Um <laughs> As you notice, Courtney plays on her phone um, most throughout most of the podcast. So um, <laughs> checks okay. in from time to time. That's fine. So. <laughs> as long as I have the headphones on, I hear y'all. We're good. That's that's true. That's true. So um, got into real estate. Um, you know, few years, normal years uh, before COVID. And yeah. 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 So. Yeah. But then I bought the business the same year as COVID yeah. hit. And then that's when, you know, little old me goes, what the heck have I done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day um, and we were just talking about, you know, the market and, you know, where we're at. There was at a conference this past weekend and we were talking about it. And I said, the problem is I started before COVID 
I have zero benchmark for what normal is. So when I look at my metrics and my analytics and all the numbers, um, yeah, are you down from year over year? Sure, but because COVID doesn't count. Right. Is this normal compared to, I don't know. I don't know, because every year is so different uh, for different reasons. Yeah. So That's what um, a lot of people talk about in when you become a new agent, like now and in the past five years you don't know what it is to have to really yeah. work yeah, and fight for every client, every, sure. you know, sale, because exactly what you said, it's been on an upswing. It's, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had, since 2016, my years have only gone up. Right. Right. Always. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, what's funny about now. Cause you know, I talked to age or um, inspectors and even a lot of agents have talked about how, um, you know, they're, they're slow mm-hmm. um, because it's where we're at, you know, 7%. Um, it's after this, we're heading to fall and the winter and um, inventory still sucks. Um, prices are record highs and, and at 7%, you know, and everybody still thinks we're in COVID. So nobody wants to give up anything uh, and all that nonsense. And uh, I was like, well, if this is slow. We're okay. Yeah. Right. Cause we're still, we're still pumping them out. Um, but I don't know. Well, <laughs> we I, don't have baselines. I mean, if if we could get this podcast to to the world, I'll take this opportunity to plug that we need to change the the conversation. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you're going to be paying seven plus percent, but guess what? You are not married to that. Yeah. So, what you are married to is if you get in a bidding war and pay 50 to a hundred thousand dollars more for your house. Yes. That's not happening right now. Right. So even though people might think it's not a great time to buy a house, it is actually a really good time to buy a house because you're not in heavy competition. Sure. Sure. So you're married to the price of the house, but you're not married to the rate. It is up to Courtney to get this out to the whole world. So, <laughs> Come on, Courtney. Yes, yes, no pressure. <laughs> change, change the, change change the, the way we think, yeah. you know. And I also feel like um, the, com- the conversation is, you know, low inventory, all this kind of stuff. But if we make it that it's a positive time, that we might be able to shift our mindsets. Yeah. You know, I think we're going to slow down and then – and then we're all going to equalize out yeah. and then, yeah, and then get back to normal. And at the end of the day, um, like we were talking before the podcast, if, if the spring market um, pops off, like a lot of people are predicting um, and rates drop, you know, down to 5%, you know, or even 6%, um, you're right back into those bidding wars with low inventory Correct. because inventory is not going to catch up between now and then, not where it needs to be. Uh, so you, so we're right back to where we were. Um, so now you're still without a house, and now, mm-hmm. cool, I got a lower interest rate, but I'm, I'm <laughs> now you're gonna pay more. Now you're gonna pay more. So and all that stuff, buy so. a house today that's with Treehouse right. Realty. That's your hate. That's your hate. <laughs> <laughs> so you do powerlifting as well. Right? I do. Yeah. When did you get into that? Um, about the same time I moved back to Richmond. Okay. Um, I started training. I didn't compete. Um is everything like start and end with COVID? Cause I was supposed yeah. to, I was supposed to um, have my first competition. I April, remember that. Mm-hmm, yes. April of 2020. Yes. Um, and I, that did not happen. No. So, 
But yes, I am a competitive power lifter. Nice. I am actually a national champion. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Look at you. We got we got nothing but superstars on. Uh, she's not paying attention on this podcast. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> she's unimpressed. Mm. Unimpressed. <laughs> Go me. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, shifting gears a little bit for the real reason why we're here. Um, you were coming up in October. Uh, this will air uh, right at the beginning of October, end of September. Uh, we'll get out to the, to the whole world. Um, Cordy's going to do that. <laughs> um, but it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And recently, uh, you were diagnosed with breast cancer. I was. Um, back in April, I found a lump. Um, in my breast and I honestly thought it was a, um, like a, a, a chest muscle sure. that had gotten inflamed or whatever because yeah. of powerlifting. powerlifting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I had, I had noticed it probably earlier in the year before April. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just l- literally thought it was a pulled muscle. Yeah. Um, and then finally I was like, this is not right. And I made an appointment, um, and the gynecologist said, oh, it's probably just a cyst, (laughs) but we'll get you a mammogram. So, uh, I went and had a mammogram and they immediately did a ultrasound. Yeah. And I know that everybody, and let's just say this right now. Everybody's experience is different. Sure, absolutely. I'm not saying that mine is the only way that it happens, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that mine is different, better, good, anything. It is just mine. And that's right. <laughs> um, I, and then they immediately did a, an ultrasound, and the doctor pretty much told me right there it was yeah. cancer. Um, I was kind of like... <sighs> wanted to not believe that sure because there was no evidence you know there was no pathology done or anything um but i came back the next day and they did a biopsy i had to wait a weekend and that following monday (laughs) (laughs) worst weekend of my life Um, yeah yeah and that following monday i was told that i had um ductal invasive ductal carcinoma absolutely yeah yeah yeah. Um, invasive meaning that it had spread to a lymph node. Okay. Um, I think the percentage of people that get this type of breast cancer mm-hmm. is like 80. It's like a super, super high percentage. It's if like you, a common. Very common. In the cancer world. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So then we start um, with trying to figure out what the next steps are. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever had any kind of health scare, you know that the waiting is the worst part. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And then I'm sure from there it's, it's trying to figure out what the treatments are and the, the, the the game plan treatments, game plans, who you need to see, um, what scans you need to have. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we went down those roads. Um, uh, something that I thought was really interesting, and I will also say that I am super, super, super thankful and 
um, blessed to have insurance. Um, and sure. I don't know how people do it, and I'm sure they do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know how people do it without insurance, and I am just going on record to say I am so thankful to have that. Yeah, that's a um, huge financial hit yeah. um, if you don't have insurance. Yes. And, and of course, you got to go down that whole road of what are you going to get denied because you don't have insurance. Right. You know, so now you got to pick and choose what you're going to do and if you can do it. Exactly. So, yeah. So, thankfully, I have been able to have everything and anything mm-hmm. that I needed. Um, it's like in the Breaking Bad <clears throat> where he wasn't able to get the – uh, treatment. That's why he's like started the whole oh, thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Just, just like Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, <laughs> do not sell math to pay for your cancer treatments. <laughs> that, that is, uh, we are not endorsing that avenue to pay for your cancer treatments by unless you're on math. TV. Unless you're on TV. <laughs> and you're bald. Like, you know, yeah. hey, that's I, what he was. I'm bald. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> One step closer. One step closer. <laughs> Luckily, you got the insurance, though. So you don't yeah, have to the insurance it. is good. That's yeah. what yeah. you need to be bald and not have insurance. Okay. Yeah. And buy a camper. And buy a camper <laughs> and be a chemist teacher. Yeah. Perfect. Those are the requirements in I, order to Thankfully, I don't math. meet all of those. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad you came back to join us. <laughs> uh, I... I can go down the road of how, like, where where we went from there, if you want. Where we want to go? Um, well, I guess I'll do the highlights. Um, for women that are, since we are being aware this month. That's right. Um, for women that are concerned um, that they might have breast cancer, or men, because also men can have breast men cancer. Men can have breast cancer. Um, you can get genetic testing done. Mm-hmm. And I thankfully was able to have that done. Um, and they don't just test the gene for your breast. They, they can test all these other genes to see if you're predisposed for colon or, uh, or whatever kind of cancers. Mm-hmm. Um, and mine came back all negative. I am nice. not, I am not genetically disposed to have cancer. Um, so how does that make, <sighs> as soon as I hear you say this question, I hate this question, but. I mean, what's your thoughts? Like, when you figure out you have cancer and then you find out, like, you're not even genetically. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I, I, there was a lot of thoughts that went through my sure. mind. And the first one was, you know, probably co- controversial. But I joked with my surgeon. I said it was probably the milk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she was like, yeah. it was probably the, the microwaves. Yeah. Or the, or the, yeah. You know, the, the hormone-induced chicken breast. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, and the type that I have, because I have a subtype or, you know, every, sure. you don't have just one, you can't just have one, you have to have more. Right, right. Um, I have what's called triple negative okay. breast cancer, which is a more aggressive type of breast cancer. I feel like if it's going to be more aggressive, it should be triple positive. <laughs> 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 triple negative makes it sound like a safer form of cancer. Unfortunately, no. no. So there's three markers that you can have, and it's called a progesterone or an estrogen or an HER2. I'm not sure what they are, but if you have, if your cancer is fed by any of those markers, then you have that type of cancer. It's okay. But because my, my cancer is not fed by any of those three, 
It's gotcha. called triple negative. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. So that means they yeah. don't know what's feeding it. And so that's why they have to like be really aggressive with the treatment. So with that being said, um, I'm assuming you probably asked the question, if they don't know what's feeding it and you go through the treatment and go in remission, what does that mean moving forward? Well, that means... Um, like, is there a higher or lower percentage of it coming back because of that? Yes. Um, I'm sure there's numbers that I could pull up and have read and just don't remember. But sure. um, to combat that, it, we have surgery okay. and radiation yeah, yeah. and all those things to um, to just remove the cells yeah. and hope that they don't come <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. You know, um, I could probably... I could probably change my entire lifestyle and do nothing, mm-hmm. change, change, change everything that I could imagine to change, and I could potentially still get this cancer. Yeah, unfortunately. When, um, I joined the fire service many moons ago. You know, I started when I was sixteen, right? And it was just as a volunteer, um, and it was joined the fire department, fight fires. Ride a fire truck, be cool, right? Yeah. Uh, and then as time moved on, um, in the last probably 10 to 15 years, 10 years, wasn't long after I joined, you know, well, probably about halfway through my the, the career phase, you know, uh, of the department, that we started getting more awareness, right? That, hey, we're getting cancers. That, yeah. You know, 50-year-old guys getting testicular cancers. and you're not supposed to be doing that at 50. Right. right? That's, that's a 20-year-old cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because of all the plastics in everything in your house that burns and we're breathing in, and now we have all these cancers, right? right. Um, and now it's the prediction is anywhere from 65 to 85% of all firefighters is going to have some form of cancer Wow. at some point in their life. Carcinogens. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, well, I didn't sign up for that, but that's cool. So now the same thought is it doesn't matter what I do. There's a, there's a thought that there's cancer cells mm-hmm. inside me and it's that whole unlocking, just waiting for it to unlock. Yeah. Right. And, and so, yeah, you know, it's, it's an awesome feeling yeah. that knowing at some point <laughs> there's a high probability that it doesn't matter what I do. Right. Um, yeah. It's just going to finally unlock yeah. and, and we're going to have fun. So, <laughs> and it's going to be something that I've never been, you know, genetically predisposed to. It's going to be some, Awesome stuff. So, exactly. Yeah. And, and, but I guess, you know, they say with anything like, oh, but treatment has gotten so much better and all this kind of sure. stuff and technology. And, and I'll be the first to say, yes, that's awesome. Yeah. But man, still I wish, sucks. I wish we could have come a little <laughs> bit further. Right. Still <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate that spin. Yeah. But, you know, um, there was a guy in the fire department. And he was a Vietnam vet. He always used to say, don't piss on me and tell me it's raining. <laughs> and that's kind of like, exactly. hey, I appreciate your spin, but this still sucks, you know? Um, yep, yeah. I can attest. Yeah. It does suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So from there, where'd you go? Oh, let's see. Um, genetic testing. Mm-hmm. And then um, I found, um, oh, I had a, I found a surgeon. Okay. Um. Highly recommended, wonderful. She's at Johnston Willis Hospital, Diane Cox, um, a lady in my office. Um, she had the same type of breast cancer. She recommended her, 
And then a couple other people had recommended her as yeah. well. Um, so I had a meeting with her, and then she hooked me up with an oncologist. Okay. And um, I made an appointment with the oncologist, and that's when the treatment um, plan started. Yeah. Um, What's your treatment look like? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to forget it. Sure, sure. It was 12. Courtney told me to ask you, so. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Courtney. Um, it was 12 weeks, one session a week. Um, I didn't quite make it through all the 12. Okay. Uh, I ended up having a terrible allergic reaction um, for two of the, in t- the last two weeks. Um, and so we decided no more, okay. <laughs> no more of that yeah. kind. Yeah. Um, and then it took me uh, probably three, four weeks to recover from that. Um, what happens is it attacks your white blood cells. And so your white blood cells just evacuate yeah. your body. And if you are not capable of fighting the, fighting the fight, they won't give you stuff to kill you. So life just sucked yeah. for those weeks. It really it doesn't sound like there's probably not much recovery time, right? Yeah. In between sessions. So it just sucked. Yep. Um, it was like you learned how to manage the symptoms better every week. Sure. <laughs> sure. And then all of a sudden you get knocked on your butt mm-hmm. by some random allergic reaction. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. So when did you decide to cut your hair? Pretty early. Early? Yeah. Like, not going away, huh? No. Just go ahead and get this out the way. Because (laughs) uh, it was like, I had longer hair, Uh and my back would just be, like, covered in hair, like my shirt. And it would come out in the shower. After how many treatments? Uh, I would say two. Okay. Yeah, two weeks, maybe. I cut it very quickly because I was like, nope, I'm going to take control of this part. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I cut it. I buzzed it yeah. <laughs> on the front lawn. <laughs> Probably could have gone somewhere, but I didn't the really. The neighbors are like, yeah, we knew that was going to happen one day. <laughs> She's gone full Britney. Full Britney. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, um, and then I, it was, I don't even remember. It was probably week yeah. six or whatever. Yeah. Courtney wasn't. Uh, she doesn't remember um, when Brittany did that. Um, she she's too young to know <laughs> what that free means. Free Brittany. <laughs> she, she, she has free Brittany. Not I understand why Brittany went. Two thousand seven, yeah. yeah. seven or fourteen. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. I was six. <laughs> Exciting, right? Little yeah. baby. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, and then it just started all fall out. Yeah. 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 So. So then I had, so I was supposed to do 12 weeks, did 10, took a long break. And then, um, I started a new round, which was in the game plan. And it's four, four sit down sessions, um, three weeks apart. So, um, I've had one, Mm -hmm. it was rough. Mm -hmm. Um, it's the medicine is called red devil. I mean, I feel like whoever's naming this stuff. Really, really, you <laughs> should have that's different not its process. like technical name, well, of course not. <laughs> but but it, the medicine is actually red, okay? Yeah, yeah, 
I mean, there's a lot of things red outside being a devil. I mean, mm, yeah, well, yeah. the effect it potentially has on your heart sure. and body. Red yeah. hot candies. <laughs> you know? yeah, fireball. Would, yeah. Fireball. <laughs> Some people call that cinnamon. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, so I have three more of those left. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's, it, what's it look like after that? Um, surgery. Yeah. 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 I, and, um, everybody's different. Sure. Um, I have a lot of different options, okay. but, um, I would like to keep my chances of reoccurrence as low as possible. Uh-huh. And so I am choosing to have a double mastectomy okay. and, um, and then, uh, have them rebuilt afterwards. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then while they do surgery, they will do pathology and test the cells and test the skin. And um, that's when we'll find out if I have to do radiation. Okay. They can't know until they get in there. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So um, what I'm hearing through all this, though, after the end, we have a pretty good chance of just... Being done. Being done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The There is... Um, Yes, yeah. I can. I can be. Um, I can be cancer free okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. always an awkward question to ask. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. How much time you got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nope. I I have all intent, all yeah. intentions of being cancer free. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, I know I don't have much say in it, but I also believe in positive thinking. So right. Right. She was going to say something. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, should have known. She's not paying attention. So, um, what's been, what's been one of the hardest parts through all this? I'm sure there's lots of hard parts. Um, I think they go hand. I was going to say there's two, but I think they go hand in hand. Okay. And one is, um, not being able to have to go to the gym. Yeah. I can go to the gym if I, feel like it there's nothing stopping me mm-hmm. it is just physically difficult sure and this is the second part is the mental part okay um it's like some people go to therapy some people mm-hmm. go for long jogs some people do yoga i i go to the gym mm-hmm. and even if i just sit there on a bike for 10 minutes it doesn't matter it makes me feel better sure um and so the hardest part has been the mental game of all of yeah. this and staying positive and um and if you know me outside of of real estate you know that I mean or if you just know me I'm positive. Right. Um so it's been really difficult keeping the mental game strong. And I'm sure you're probably going to hit another one when you go back to the gym. Oh, for sure. Cuz <laughs> you know when you do you know powerlifting uh, competitive uh, powerlifting, especially, and you were at here, yeah, <laughs> and then you go back and and you're not there, right? And that's going to be frustrating. It is going to, I mean, um, already in my f- physique, if you can call that, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I can see a change yeah. in my my yeah. body is changing because one of not moving and lifting, and two, there's yeah. chemical. There are chemicals being pumped into me that sure. are. Sure. Changing me. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, that's going to be another fun um, frustration. Yeah. You know, place of your sanctuary is not going to frustrate you because, yeah, yeah you're going to. But I'll also take f- 
something positive out of that cool. in that I have the the tools, the mental mm-hmm. the mental tools to be able to do it again. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. So what's it been like being self-employed in a industry that is very dependent on you know, being there? Yeah, commission. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, while going through all this. Um, I don't really, I'm not one of those people that's like, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. But I feel like I'm saying that a lot today <laughs> because you're asking the questions uh-huh. and I am so blessed. Yeah. Um, I have support, Mm -hmm. I have family, I, um, have had some closings, so I do have some income, um, but I have a lot of external, uh, support, um, which has helped me. Also, Aflac. Okay. I had a, I had a critical illness plan Uh that, um, gave me a nice lump sum. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Did I want to use it? No. Sure. But hey, I'm thankful I had it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you paid for it. Yep. It's there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's been difficult, but all I have to do is ask for help. Yeah. So. How hard is that? I'm really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did, was it like that from the beginning or is that something that you just finally just wore down like I got to ask for help I think uh, maybe I had it in my brain for a, a couple weeks yeah that I, I was gonna do this all by myself sure but because that's how that's my thought process oh yeah as my wife would tell you I don't ask for help yeah <laughs> it's, it's, I think it was in my brain for a little bit yeah yeah um but then the first time you feel terrible you're like yeah. okay nope <laughs> yeah um yeah there's a I can't think of the name now, um, but on uh, it's ESPN thing, uh, Jimmy V, mm-hmm. the Jimmy V Foundation. Yeah. And uh, when the other guy, the other guy who had, he, um, that was a ESPN sports anchor, had cancer as well, and he died. And But that was one of Jimmy V's speeches was, you know, when you're, when you're tired, let other people, you know, fight for you. Right. Um, and, but it's hard, you know, when you're, yeah. when you're a person like me <laughs> um, to let other people help you. Sure. Um, you know, there's just nothing else other than doing my own. Yeah. Um, there's no pride there or anything else. It's just, I don't want help. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I do, I, you know, I do all my appointments and I do, I can do a, all that, all that stuff by myself, but yeah, I definitely have needed yeah. assistance and I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Has it gotten annoying at times? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. When sure. um, get fire department, we got real big into the behavior health aspect of what's going on in the fire service, and we had an incident, and one of the guys um, told the counselor that oversaw our team, um, support team. Um, he checked in with him, and he's like, "You know, it's been really great." everybody just keeps calling me and asking <laughs> if I need anything. And he's like, yeah, they're going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am not complaining. Yeah. I am not complaining. Sure. sure. I have appreciated every single call. Yeah. Text, Facebook, whatever. Um, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you all. Yeah. Do you have any plans once it's all done? Um... 
outside of going back to the gym? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I had to cancel a trip to New Orleans with my mom, so we're going to reschedule that. Yeah. Uh, I want to go on a all, you know, I love an all-inclusive, so sure. I want to do that. But other than that, just get back to whatever my new normal is and yeah. and it's I'm not I don't know. I I think it's weird that I got cancer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I everything happens for a reason. I don't know why I got this because I'm already one of those people that's like positive and and <laughs> you know and can look on the bright side and and don't need a different look well maybe i do need a different look out look i don't know right but yeah i don't know maybe it'll just make me live life even more full sure than i already was yeah my thought process is that well that figures <laughs> <laughs> that's a tuesday i guess <laughs> yeah so no big plans just you know yeah keep keep moving on yeah yeah oh um, Get back to selling those houses full time. Heck yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how hard has it been outside of today? Uh, because this is really easy. Um, but how hard has it been to talk about it with other people? Um, I don't know. I think I'm like an open book. Um, right. Yeah, I, I think there's there's a benefit to talking yeah. about it. I ma- I even made a Facebook post about it. And I got a lot of messages about how people were really thankful that I said, hey, I'm, I'm not even 40. Yeah. I got breast cancer. If you have breast tissue, make sure to check yourself. Yeah. You know? How old are you? I am 38. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I got a lot of messages about people saying, thank you for reminding us and yeah. being, you know. It's, it's important. Um, because it's, it's surprising that how much chatter is out there in today's world with all the different things, mm-hmm. uh, from TikTok to Twitter or X or <laughs> whatever to instant face, um, mm-hmm. and, and just all the things that we do and all the people that we see and the texting and the phone calls and the emails that, um, we we don't see a whole lot of the hard stuff get talked about. Right. Um, you know, and same thing, the behavior health side or the, the mental health side of things that, that, you know, I don't share a lot of it, not because I don't want to talk about it. I just, you know, there's, there is an aspect of nobody wants to hear it. Right. right. It's and personal. And, and, but when you do release it, it's amazing how many people relate to it. Um, so I think it's important for people to hear the message for sure um to, to let them know if nothing else as reminders and let them know that you know if they go through that that they're not alone mm-hmm. and that they can do it um and there's all kinds of you know i won't say pros to it but there's there's you know that community for sure if you know if i can help yeah. one person if you can help one person it yeah. it's, goes a long way yeah <laughs> one of the things that i find interesting and We've, I've had this talk with other people is this is more on, you know, a grieving side of things. I'm not really grieving, but uh, uh, when something happens, you get all those people say, let me know if you need anything. And from 
the other side of the table, there there can be resentment of, well, if they said that, you know, if I need anything, let them know, but I never hear from them again. Right. But I think we also forget that people don't know what to do or say. Right. It's awkward. It is. Right? Yeah. You know, so how's your day? Ah, what's the treatment today? <laughs> oh. Need, need anything? Because I don't know what else to say. Right. 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 <laughs> I don't know what to do with that information. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you handle that? You know, because um, I'm sure people get emotional, you know, uh, especially people close to you. Um, for sure. But when when it's just that awkwardness of because it's it's real life for you, yeah, right, just like it's real life for a lot of people, right. And and at some point, I don't want to say it's normalized, but it's part of your daily routine, right. right? So it is a normal part of you as you've I won't maybe accepted, not accepted, <laughs> but you're still there, right? Um, when when people are just not ready for that, yeah. I always say it's only weird if you make it weird. <laughs> I'm in the yeah. business of making things weird. <laughs> I am weird and awkward. So. It's only weird if you make it weird. Um, and so I've just, I just, I probably joke a little bit too much, you know. I'm a to, real big fan of dark humor. Yeah. yeah. Like, so my, my dad has passed away and my best friend's mom has passed away. So we make a lot of those like dead parent jokes right what an inconvenience <laughs> sorry about that yeah it's like oh oh you want you want me to go out tonight i gotta ask my dad here hold on and i'll like bring out the little urn <laughs> that's okay i have my friend um didn't want to go to a party and so she <laughs> i probably shouldn't say this but oh well here it comes she didn't want to go to a party and so she told her wife she said I have to go be with my friend because she has cancer. (laughs) (laughs) That is 100% something I would do. Oh, it it, it has. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I have cancer. (laughs) Yes. So if anybody ever asks you if I'm with you because you have cancer, then the answer is yes. 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 Uh, COVID is no longer my excuse not to go out in the world. It's now gone. So I need a new one. Yep. That's it. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Uh, Cancer. Yeah, so that's pretty much how I deal with it. Yeah. Humor, um, you know, nothing's off topic. Uh, you know, it's just, it is what it is, and I can't take it back. Sure. And I can't change it, so yeah. we're just going to plow through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make jokes. Make jokes, yeah. yep, for sure. So uh, what's, some, what's some things you're taking away from all of this? <sighs> Let's see. Cancer sucks. Cancer, cancer sucks. Um, people are good. People are nice. Um, before I even like just th- weeks after I got, I knew I had cancer. I cried and cried and cried because people were so loving and yeah. nice to me, and I hadn't even started treatment. I hadn't done anything. Um. I just didn't know how to deal with the kindness. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and also technology's pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I um and I'm really thankful for it. Yeah. <laughs> I have this really cool thing in my chest. Oh yeah? Yeah, I have a port. Yeah. That was really interesting. I bet it was. Yeah, it goes it goes right into my heart. Really? Yeah. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And they just stick a needle in there, and the medicine goes directly in there. Yeah. And it's tied to my jug jugular yeah. here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Courtney, Courtney has a unique face. If you uh, could see it, yeah. it's kind of a stink face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, technology is cool, and just that. I mean, I guess if I have to have cancer now, I'm glad I have it right now. Sure. Yeah. Um, is it you've been going to? Is it Massey? I'm so doing it at Virginia Cancer Institute. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Where's that at? Is that in city? Yeah, they have uh, multiple locations, okay. but this one's in Mechanicsville. All right. Where do you live at? Mechanicsville. Oh, yeah. I yeah. thought you lived in Melothian for some reason. Mm, I used to live in Richmond. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Got you know, a little bit smarter and moved <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't nice. <laughs> I, I want to go back to the whole thing. Is it like just like a hole? <laughs> <laughs> Mind-boggling. It's a, it's a little piece of plastic, and it's got like a soft thing inside of it. And so it just rests on my chest inside. It's like a subdermal. Okay. And so they feel it, and then they stick a needle through the skin Ugh. into the... Okay, so it's not like just like a straight-up hole that's just like there. Mm-mm. Okay. No. All right, that makes me feel that's a little wild. better. Oh, yeah. yeah it's I've called a power port. <laughs> like <Yeah>. a computer? <laughs> <laughs> that's its name. Yeah. That's I don't really think I've funny. seen one underneath the skin like that. Yeah. I've always seen the, the actual ports mm-hmm. that, you know, Sticking get infected. Out. And yeah. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to what we were talking. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> you brought it up. I know. I know, and I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> this is life changing stuff, Courtney. Yeah. Uh, no, no, not today. Not for me. Yeah. My cousin, she does. She's studying in Georgia for um, kinesiology. Yeah. Um. So she's been doing like the EMT ride alongs or oh, whatever. Nice. Um. Yeah, she's has only seen one person pass away, from what I know of. <laughs> That's not bad. It's not bad. What is? What are you? I don't know. It's just what? like gross stuff, and that was gross. The stories that I'd hear from her is gross. Thanks for your contribution. Uh, you <laughs> yeah, have a friend that's only and... seen one person pass away. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it's a, I, there's been a lot of gross things, but we won't talk about that. Right. <laughs> so. yeah. You know that whole whole conversation ago about people being awkward, not not know what to say. That's that's Courtney. You know, I have a friend. No, it's who, not that I don't know what to say. It's that I just keep saying things. <laughs> that's the issue. <laughs> is that I don't stop. Yeah, yeah. Too funny. Every day. Mm-hmm. This is this is my life. Every day. I like her. Thank you. That's why I can't fire her because so many people tell me they like her. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I'm very personable. <laughs> and you give him a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. Because he annoys me, so. <laughs> and I'll say something like bleeping Courtney, and my wife's like, leave her alone. Like, you don't even know what she did. You know, this may be very legit, my problems right now. Too and, funny. Yeah, no, leave her alone. I'm so, perfect. What can I say? Yeah. Obviously. She doesn't realize when she gets older, like, that whole leave her alone thing, that's going to go away. Right. <laughs> People will stop defending her uh, once you reach a certain age. I'm thriving in it right now. <laughs> Well, other than get checked, uh, what advice do you have for somebody? Um, do your own checks. Yeah. Um, don't Ooh. wait. Don't Ooh. wait. Oh, I can't wait for this one. I'm um, ready. My my girl doctor told me that my there's like a doctor. study. <laughs> I call her my lady doctor, so yeah. it's fine. It's the, the GG, like it's close enough. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> anyways, she was telling me, because um, I went and had an appointment last month, and she did one of the, like, checks. Um, and she's talking about the, like, at-home checks uh-huh. and how they're, she's like, yeah, I don't really know if that, like, does anything or because, like, if you do it once a year um, with, like, the doctor, then, like, that's, like, the recommended. Right. Um, yeah, she she's like, eh, like, the at-home, like, eh. I think yeah. you have to be really self-aware. Sure. You know? Yeah, I'm not. Make notes, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> we know you're, you're I barely take my birth control on time, so yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, this I think it's sideways. self-awareness for sure. And honestly, mine felt like a huge egg in my breast, so it's kind of hard to miss. Mm. But if, you know, if you catch it really, really early, I yeah, it would probably be difficult to find. Yeah. You know? But I also pushed last year pretty hard to get a mammogram because I thought I felt something on my other breast mm-hmm. and they were like, well, da, 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 da. and I said, no, I want this it's, because yeah. I want to have a baseline. I don't care if my age says I shouldn't have something. Yes. I want it. So we've advocate for yourself. We've gone, I've gone through that. We've gone through that when I was in the fire service. So that's a, we, um, because there's so many cancers that, uh, like colon, 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 Colon. colon, yes, rectal mm-hmm. cancer, mm-hmm. which is typically not something you start getting checked for until you're what fifty. Yeah, I think um, so. And there's guys in their thirties getting it. So when you go to the doctor, I'm like, hey, I need to get checked for this, and they're 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 arguing about it, right? You know, and it's like, hey, man, I don't want this any more than you want to do this, right? right? <laughs> I mean, I pushed for that last year as yeah. well. I said, I I said I need to have this as a baseline yeah. now, so that you can see if anything's changed. Yeah. And there's so many things now that cause cancer that we just, it's no longer just a hereditary or genetic thing. Right. That it's surprising to me that there's still so much pushback when you go to the doctor and you want something checked Mm -hmm. because of maybe it's paranoia. Sure. You know, but, um, but you just want to be sure. Right. And it's, it's, now that's a great point. You really got to advocate to yourself. And yeah. if you have a doctor that refuses to do it, fine, fire them. Yeah. You know, that's the cool thing about having doctors. You can just fire them right? <laughs> All right, and make an appointment with somebody else that's that right. will, right. Um, because I had to bring documentation and, you know, from doctors from Boston that, that were heavy involved in, in, you know, what we were dealing with mm-hmm. and like, Hey, no, this is what I recommend from here on out. You know, this That's is insane. the story. I it's don't understand that. Cause I feel like, aren't they getting more money if you go and do this? <sighs> yes. And no, because a lot of insurance companies aren't approving certain tests, um, for certain ages because they don't think it's, they necessary. don't meet the requirements or yeah, whatever. So they, yeah. So, so yes and no. Um, and then some of it's not even about performing the test because it's, again, it's, I won't say it's, it's, it's an invasive test, but it's not using equipment, you know, right. uh, or whatever. Right. Um, but they still like, oh, well, you don't, we don't need to do that. And I think the takeaway is, is if you need, or you think you need something, yeah. make it happen. Yeah. And absolutely. unfortunately you might have to push, you know, yeah. um, to get it. But if I felt like I needed it mm-hmm. and I made it happen and here we here we are. Yeah. <laughs> and how big is support? How big is it? Yeah. It's it's it. You, you can't do it without. Yeah. Honestly, um, I. You need friends. You need family. You need somebody to scream at. You need you need it all. Yeah. Accept it. <laughs> Take What's it. What's been your outlets for this? Since uh, you know the gym's been kind of taken off. Right. The table. Well, 
Some people don't know this about me, but I like to do arts and crafts. So does Courtney. OMG. Yeah, she likes to, she finger paints. Um, she likes the glue sticks, you know, she really likes glue. <laughs> <laughs> I started doing diamond art. Yeah. Oh, like the painting one? Yeah, the diamond. You, mm-hmm. I, okay, I need something that's like, I, my attention span is not there for that. Yep, that you need an attention span for that. <laughs> I, I don't have that. If it takes me more than 10 minutes to do something like arts and craft wise, yeah. I'm not doing it. Oh, yeah. Anymore. Yeah. I just started a really big one. So, yeah. <laughs> and that's a problem for most of the projects I give her to. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I've actually read books like paper books, yeah. which has been nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Asking for help. Probably another big takeaway, right? Yep. Ask Being, for help. Yeah. Yeah, because support's one thing. Yeah. Support's great, but if you don't do anything with it, right? You know, you got to be willing to ask for help. Exactly. So. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, uh, ten out of ten. Do not recommend. Do not recommend. <laughs> yeah, it's one star. Yeah, one star <laughs> yeah. for cancer, but um, we can get through it, and I'm getting through it. Yeah. I, I'd love to be a resource to anybody that um, newly diagnosed or wants to chat. I'm yeah. I'm here um, to talk. Have you talked to other people that's gone through it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of people. That's why there's a whole, I mean, I'm just going back from what I know, but when the fire department, it started becoming a big thing, there's a fire department, um, it's a a cancer support network, Mm -hmm. and they would connect you with other people that had that type of cancer going through it, um, because that's that's like a huge step. Yeah. You know, being able to go through, talk to people who's gone through similar things. I'm on a really... Uh, really good Facebook group that's only for people with triple negative breast cancer. Yeah. And it's, so it's very specific obviously, sure. but I, I don't talk to a lot of people in there. I just do more reading yeah. and stuff, but I get a lot of stuff out of there. Um, like I said, multiple people in my office. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've talked to lots of people. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Appreciate you willing to share your story. Yeah. Thank um, you so much. Yeah. Any other things you want to say? Um, the only thing I, that I would be remiss without talking about is be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Um, my sister created the the logo and the shirt, and um, uh, it's awesome because, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm a power lifter. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So for those... Um, listening to the the non-video version yeah. of it <laughs> go to the youtube version to see the shirt yes um no that's awesome yeah. it's awesome to have the support network um but really do appreciate you coming on and talking about it um and nobody got emotional maybe courtney did but um, <laughs> uh, she does that sometimes so uh, i appreciate uh, <laughs> it thank you thank you for thinking of me of course of course and uh we'll do this again once it's all done and do yeah. like an update yeah Sounds like a plan. I appreciate it. Thank you.